Keswick. For the first time in history, the FedEx St. Jude Championship will kick off the FedEx Cup playoffs this August. Bring the whole family out to TPC Southwind, August 10th through 14th, to watch the PGA Tour's best try to make it through Memphis. Enjoy a variety of family-friendly activities throughout the course, food from local restaurant favorites, and more. Daily grounds and upgraded tickets are available now at FedExChampionship.com. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. It's time for The Setup. The fastest hour in sports talk here on The Ticket. Here are your hosts, Cade Carlton and Andrew Bowen. All right, welcome back here, uh, or welcome in to a Friday edition of The Setup here on The Ticket Radio Network. Cade Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here on The Ticket. Streaming online, 953theticket.com, through the TuneIn app. By searching for KDA. You can also find us Facebook and Twitter at the Ticket Radio. Uh, Instagram, it's at the Ticket Radio Network, where you can find us there. Uh, coming up on the show today, the MLB returns. So we'll uh, touch on some Major League Baseball headlines. We also have uh, the SEC preseason football poll that dropped earlier this afternoon. Um, so we'll touch on that, and who knows beyond that. It is a very, very, very light day in terms of uh, actual sports news and sports content beyond the fact that Major League Baseball is back tonight. So uh, all that and more coming up on the show today, but right now Andrew Bowen will get us caught up on some headlines. Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. A-State senior wide receiver to Valence Hunt has been named to the 2022 Bolitnikoff Award watch list. Announced Thursday by the Tallahassee Quarterback Club Foundation, the Bolitnikoff Award recognizes the best receiver in college football. Hunt joins Jonathan Adams Jr., Omar Bayless, and Kirk Merritt as Red Wolves who have recently landed on the watch list. Meanwhile, a former Jonesboro High School and current Arkansas Razorback golfer is set to participate in one of the biggest events in amateur golf. Will Gibson has qualified for the 122nd U.S. Amateur. The event will be played August 15th through 21st in New Jersey. And the Cardinals return to the field tonight for their first game back from the All-Star break. St. Louis will begin a three-game series on the road against Cincinnati at 5.40 p.m. Adam Wainwright will start for the Cardinals, and coverage will air on 95.9 The Wolf. And this has been your Daily Headlines, brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. All right, so uh, the MLB does return today. Well, I guess it technically returned yesterday, but there wasn't... um, my team wasn't playing, so it didn't really return. Uh, it, it didn't really return until uh, today. Uh, we did have a few games yesterday, uh, I guess. So this was interesting because I was talking uh, with uh, Matt Stoltz about this in the office yesterday. And the Rangers went on the road to Miami to play uh, the Marlins. But it was a one-off deal yesterday. They won 8 to nothing, whatever. Uh, but apparently... Corey Seager, Ranger shortstop, who was in the All-Star game, went from L.A. to Miami uh, after the All-Star game for this game. Didn't even play. They set him out and let him rest. And now the team is going back to California 
to start up a series with the A's this weekend. So Corey Seager could have saved himself uh, a lot of travel uh, on an airplane by just being like, you know what, I'm going to stay out here next day. I'll take the day off. I'll catch up with you guys for the Oakland series. <laughs> Instead, he goes cross-country just to go back cross-country. I respect it. I don't respect it. It's quite <laughs> fa- quite literally dumb. I was like, what in the world? Why Why on earth would, would you agree to that? Uh, I mean, I guess if you like air travel, I mean, good for you. Maybe he's, um, a big, he's just a big plane guy, I guess. Maybe he's a plane guy. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, the Yankees uh, lost to the Astros yesterday, so not off to a great start in the second half of the season after one game for the uh, New York Yankees. But uh, anyways, uh, a full slate returns tonight for Major League Baseball starting at 5.40 p.m., which is such a stupid and weird baseball start time. Um, It it is Cardinals at the Reds, so obviously the Reds are in the Eastern time zone, so it's 6.40 their time. But still, uh, a 5.40 start time is incredibly dumb. So, uh, you have that tonight coming up on uh, 95.9 The Wolf, Adam Wainwright versus Graham Ashcraft uh, in Cardinals-Reds tonight. Also, unfortunately, uh, the Cubs are playing the Apple TV game tonight at Philadelphia at 6.05. Uh, so cannot wait for uh, that terrible broadcast on Apple TV Plus tonight. So uh, we'll get that. Pittsburgh plays Miami. And I guess that's it in regards to uh, to the NL Central, uh, at least uh, at least tonight. So uh, uh, Milwaukee's at Colorado. Sorry, or Colorado's at Milwaukee tonight at 7-10. Corbin Burns is on the mound for Milwaukee, who I wish could get traded to the ALS. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so that's what's going on tonight. Uh, the Mariners still have the longest winning streak in baseball at 13. Um, so we'll see if they, against the Houston Astros tonight, can keep that winning streak alive. Uh, Marco Gonzalez is on the mound tonight for the uh, Seattle Mariners. So uh, we'll uh, definitely keep an eye on that uh, tonight as uh, as well. So that's what's uh, coming up this weekend in terms of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball is back. We're only 40-something days out from college football. And so the uh, the kind of void in terms of sports talk radio is starting to uh, – there's starting to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, <laughs> just a little bit longer. We're, we're probably about two or three weeks away from there being a legitimate, like getting getting up close to that light at the end of the tunnel and like seeing an end inside. Um, obviously, next week we'll have uh, Sun Belt Media Day coverage on the ticket Tuesday and Wednesday, so that'll be fun uh, because that always means you're super close to football season. And then the week after that, uh, it's report week for uh, for A State football. So uh, we're we're like close, but we aren't super close yet. Right. We're we're close enough to where there's star we're starting to see like a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, but not still not super, super close um to to getting to football season at least at this point. So uh speaking of football though, the SEC released their um preseason poll today at SEC Media Days. Um the first of many preseason foot polls we'll see throughout the course of the next uh, week or two. But uh, the SEC dropped theirs today. And it, it was interesting just because I don't remember the last time ever in an SEC poll, in the SEC West, where Ole Miss and Arkansas 
have both, both been picked ahead of LSU and Auburn both. I don't remember the last time that has ever happened in a preseason SEC poll. Uh, it goes Alabama 1, Texas A&M 2, Arkansas 3, Ole Miss 4 in the West, followed by LSU, Mississippi State, and Auburn in that order. So Auburn is actually predicted to finish last in the West this year, um, which I don't think is super, super surprising given everything that went on in the offseason and given the fact that, say what you will about Bo Nix, uh, Bo Nix was a pretty good quarterback, and uh, Auburn lost him to Oregon. So, I don't think it's crazy to see Auburn pick to finish dead last in the SEC West this year. Um, but it is it is interesting to see both Arkansas and Ole Miss ahead of LSU and Auburn in this uh, in this poll. Maybe it's a sign of the changing of times in the uh, in the SEC West. Um, but Alabama, 177 first place votes, A and M three, and Arkansas got a first place vote, first place vote in the SEC West uh, today as as well. So I don't really think anything surprising about the the order of which the teams were listed, just kind of given how their offseason went and how the rosters look. Um, maybe a little bit surprising that Mississippi State is not picked dead last, and Auburn is. Yeah, I I still think. Mississippi State probably finishes last. I think they do too. I don't think they're very good. I, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't either. They're uh, kind of a mess. Uh, not kind of. Um, <laughs> ring responsibly. They're uh, yeah. All of their athletics have gone downhill a little bit. Baseball, basketball, yeah. football. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite thing. And this is what I learned this year at the Egg Bowl. Is when, whenever you like go to the Mississippi State sporting event. Uh, which I guess it's only football because that's really the only time they ring those dang cowbells. But uh, whenever you go there, you see all of these things like the, either it's signage or it's like stuff on the video board about ring responsibly. And so what like basically what that means is, hey, in between plays, you're free to hold your cowbell as loud as you want to and ring it as loud as you want to. But once the opposing team's offense gets to the line of scrimmage, and we're like ready to get to the next play. You have to stop ringing it. So that's ring responsibly. And what Mississippi State fans do is they like have it above their head, and then once it's time for the offense to get back up, they still ring it. They just move it like below their knees where people can't see. So the sound doesn't change, but you just can't see them like ringing it. The cowbell has to be <laughs> by far the most annoying thing in all of college football. I think. I can't think of another yeah. fan thing that is just annoying, other than like the Vandy Whistler. But just yeah, but that's not. I don't even really feel like that's a tradition. That's just like one annoying. Person. No, it's just one annoying the, person. The, the cowbell is like a legitimate tradition. Yeah, I'm and sure. I I will say, and obviously I'm super 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 biased to this, but I will say, uh, it is a little bit cool to see how creative at times they get with like decorating the cowbells but also it, oh, yeah it is just such a it, it's such a repulsing sound and I, like i guess that's the the idea of it is for the visiting team to just be repulsed for three hours by the sound of the cowbell i guess that's the idea of it but holy cow i mean it, it's a lot to it's a lot to take i think second is at least in the sec is the south carolina um I think it's the first down sound, and that's that screeching noise. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, even on TV, it's bad. Yeah, and like it's 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 up there with the Georgia State train whistle. 
That's, yeah, that's that one's terrible, really, that terrible one's very bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly, I hadn't watched a whole lot of South Carolina games, and I don't really intend to, but that um, I forgot about that. Because I did, there was a stretch there in like the late 2000s when Spurrier had him rolling. Who was a, who was a quarterback? Like 08, 09. Uh, like they oh, were really good. Uh, um, mm, it's going to annoy the absolute yeah, crap out I, of I can see his face. I can't think of his name. Uh, could not stay out of trouble for anything. But mm-hmm. the guy was phenomenal. Yeah, he was really, really good. Uh, and I cannot think of his name. It's going to annoy the yeah. absolute crap out of me until I figure out. We're both vigorously Googling right now. <laughs> um, who uh, who their quarterback. Steven Garcia. Steven yep. Garcia. Yep, that's it. Yes. He was electric. He's very good. He was electric. That was that was one of the, the few times in my life where it's almost been appointment television every time South Carolina was on because you knew something was going to happen. It wasn't quite to the level of Johnny football, but it was still pretty um, pretty good stuff. Uh, anyways, not to get off on a whole tangent. Uh, so that's the West. The East, Georgia, is picked first. No surprise there. 172 first place votes. And then it goes in this order. Kentucky, Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, Mizzou, and Vanderbilt. Really no surprises. I think I might have flipped Tennessee with Kentucky and put Tennessee to finish second in the East over Kentucky. Um, I agree. But that's kind of the only real bone I have to pick in terms of the order. But here's the thing, and heres I, I don't know that anyone has figured this out yet, but there is someone who picked Vanderbilt to finish first in the SEC East. Vanderbilt had one first-place vote in the SEC East this year. Vanderbilt also had... One vote to be the outright SEC champion this year as well. So, I don't know. I, I'm hoping and praying like this is uh, this was like an online poll and it was just a lapse in judgment and someone, you know, was trying to pick, I don't know, Tennessee or whoever's closest to Vandy in alphabetical order in the SEC. Uh, maybe South Carolina. And they just pick the wrong one, and then they look back and are like, oh, crap, I picked Vandy. I'm hoping that's what it is. Yeah. But Or it was a joke. No, even if it's a joke, it, it's still – because, like, what are we even doing here? If we're just going to joke around, why are we even doing preseason media polls? Yeah, If you can't fair. take it seriously, why are we doing it? That's fair. So, I, I want to know what uh, – or if it's just someone that legitimately believes – that Vanderbilt is going to win the SEC East. I want to know what uh, <laughs> why <laughs> what they were on whenever they made this pick. What headspace Vanderbilt. were you in? Yes, yes. It's the guy who goes, "Hear me out, hear me out." <laughs> and then, um, ugh, so, terrible. in terms of outright SEC champions, it was Bama, 158, Georgia, 18, South Carolina, with three votes to be the outright SEC champ. A and M with one, and Vandy with one. So that I, was. Um, I'm going to say this about South Carolina. I am. Because we've all seen the quarterback rankings that have already come out for SEC, um, just you know the various media outlets that have done it. I am tired of the South Carolina narrative that, oh my God, it's just so Spencer annoying. Rattler. Spencer Rattler, yeah. thank you, I blanked on his name, is going to be the second coming of South Carolina, and like they're going to be amazing and blah, blah, blah. They're going to be good. I'm not saying they're not going to be good, 
but you're putting so much faith in this kid that had a terrible season last year. I well, mean, it's just, it's just like a repeat of last year because all we heard all off season was that Spencer Rattler was going to win the Heisman. And I'm pretty sure on this very program, me and you both agreed on the fact that we didn't think Spencer Rattler was very good and that he was not going to be in the Heisman conversation by the time it got to about October. And what happened? He wasn't very good. He wasn't in the Heisman conversation, and Caleb Williams took his spot. No, but we're crazy. We're yeah. crazy for thinking that. But, yeah, it's just – it's crazy. I mean, he's had hype around him since, like, high school because he was – we all know the story of him being Nico Mannion's, you know, teammate in basketball, yeah. and he was, like, a five-star or whatever. Um and then he came to Oklahoma, he stunk, and everyone's like, oh, he's he's not as good as everyone thought. And then he transfers, and it's like it's like everyone forgot about last season. That's what's killing me. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, Granted, I hope the kid does great. I'm not trying to say I want him to do bad, but it's like, come on, yeah, too high expectations. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. All right, uh, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. There, There is some uh, notice of allegations in regards to a program in the SEC, uh, which – given the whole state of college athletics does seem a little bit out there, but we'll go over that and uh, whatever else uh, comes up after this on the ticket. We're not ready to go to the closer just yet. More of the setup coming up next on the ticket radio network. If you need new tires for that summer road trip, think local tire and wheel. And if you need new tires just to get around town, think local tire and wheel. Where they now offer six months, same as cash. Plus easy payment plans to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my tire and wheel store, local tire and wheel. And yes, it's hot outside, but the hottest deals on tires and wheels are inside local tire and wheel. This month, $5 gets you started on select in-stock tires at local tire and wheel. And let's be real. Tires are something that most of us don't budget for, and Local Tire and Wheel knows that. They're your one-stop shop for quality tires and quality service that fits every budget. And don't forget their crazy deals on wheels that'll transform your vehicle from factory stock to a ride that rocks. Plus, $5 gets you started. Six months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. I received this letter a couple of days ago and I thought I would share it with you. Dear Mr. Ford, my name is Doris and I'm 82 years old. I enjoy your stories. I have one for you. My husband and I were hosting a young lady who was an exchange student. We took her to get her driver's license. Her English name is Jane. She calls me mom. She passed the written test, failed the driving test. The state trooper said she ran every stop sign. Jane looked at the state trooper and said, I was just driving like mom does. Good story. Glenn Sane, God bless our troops. First National Bank is proud to present the 5th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament. This year's event is set for Thursday, August 18th at Paragol Country Club, and entries are open now. It's a four-person scramble, and every player will walk away with a new pair of FootJoy golf shoes. To enter, go to fnbank.net slash ASPF. That's fnbank.net slash ASPF. Come swing for the green to back the blue at the 5th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament. Presented by First National Bank, Thursday, August 18th at Paragol Country Club. 
Club. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puede ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm en Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. We're always rooting for overtime round here. Now let's get back to the setup. All right, welcome back here on the setup as we continue along on a Friday edition of the show. 40 minutes away from making it through another week in the uh, offseason and getting one step closer to uh, the start of college football season and the end of talking season. (laughs) We haven't even started, truly started talking season yet, and I'm already tired of talking season. No, I completely agree. I actually today randomly had a, a spurt of excitement because I realized that Fantasy football drafts are going to start soon, and I got a little yeah, I got a little excited. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I uh, first time in my life I, this year I played uh, fantasy baseball, and I was all into it for about I don't know two months, three months, uh, and then my team is just absolute garbage, <laughs> and so I have not. I don't think I've checked anything since a, since after like July fourth. Uh, so I'm sure like my roster. There's there's guys in the minor slots that shouldn't be there. There's there's guys in my lineup that are probably on the IR, and I just like I just don't intend to check it again for the rest of the year. That's what I did for fantasy basketball. I played one season. I set my lineup every day for one week, and then I never did it again. <laughs> yeah, I, so it and it's really not that hard. Like it it takes two minutes, three minutes in the morning, or yeah. at some point during the day. To, to go in and set your lineup, and you're done. Like, that that's it. That's all you have to do. But I, I guess it is like the daily thing where, like, you just – some days you're just like, I don't feel like doing this. And, like, that's kind of what I ran into when I played basketball because I was the same way as I am with baseball, where, like, in the middle of the season I was like, uh, I'm good. Well, you get fatigue. Like, just yes. – I mean, you get fantasy football fatigue, but it's, like, usually second-to-last game in the playoffs. It's, like, very late because, I mean, your first three days of the week are normal. Tuesday, right. Wednesday. Yep. Maybe Thursday is a little chaotic because Thursday night football and you're picking people up maybe. Usually not, though. And then 
Friday, you have a day off, and then Saturday, yes. and then Sunday, you have to worry about it, and Monday, and then it resets. So it's like you get like days off, whereas basketball is like, all right, worry all week. Weekend, you can strategize. <laughs> you maybe get yeah. one day off on Sunday, and then Monday, you're right back to it. It's yeah, just that, I just it, – it's so much of a grind. And like I love baseball, and I watch baseball every night. Now, granted, the, the vast majority of the baseball I'm watching is my favorite team and not as much of a – like national type deal, but mm -hmm. like I do watch baseball and you know, if, even if I'm not watching every single game, I am going in and like checking scores, in the MLB app and looking at highlights that, you know, I'll see on some social media platform uh, and, you know, checking box scores, stuff like that. So like, I, I have a, you know, I feel like I keep track of baseball as a whole pretty well, but it's just like the, the overall everyday thing. We're just like, eh, but, but I don't get fantasy football fatigue. I, I have never gotten fantasy football fatigue. I, I think Even I, when my team is terrible. Yeah, that's fair. And I think, think, thankfully, like, I don't think I've ever really – I've only done it the last, like, four years. And I've pretty much been in contention all four years. There you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I There's not many things I'm good at, but I am good at fantasy football. <laughs> the, the one thing that I'm changing this year is I've finished third probably – let me count – four years in a row? Which is just like the first couple of times it's like, all right, you're placing, you're getting yep. your money back. Yep. And then it's like, oh, this is embarrassing. So I'm changing it. I'm actually going to like look at stuff and write stuff down. And But see, that's <laughs> when you start losing. It You, you just go off of – you just go off of what you're feeling in the moment. You that's look at fair. the draft board whenever you whenever you get a chance to draft, and you go off of what you're feeling in the moment. Like if you overanalyze and you have like a, a freaking depth chart of guys that you want – then you're gonna lose. That's true. I did. Uh, I do have some sleepers. I had some last year, and that really helped me. So I think that's the only thing I've changed is I've just written like two or three names, and I'm like, okay, if I really don't have anyone else that I feel in the moment, go get these guys. And like yeah. it worked out because I got Almond Ra from Detroit, and that was huge later in the season. But um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm ready to get that ball rolling because once that ball is rolling, college football is rolling and everything yes. is back to normal and it's great. It, <laughs> yes, it would be uh it'll be fantastic. Who was uh who was the Falcons running back last year? Was that what Gurley? Um Oh, Devontae Freeman? Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman gave me nothing. Uh and I also had Aaron Rodgers, who was just on the bench, because I think I had, like, Lamar or somebody, and obviously Lamar gets you more fantasy points. So I traded uh, those two for Jonathan Taylor, and it's the biggest finesse I've ever had in fantasy football in my life, because Jonathan Taylor was an absolute, absolute, uh, absolute fantastic fantasy addition last year. I was wrong. It's Devontae Freeman's on the Ravens. Who is the... I don't know. Whoever it was, that's who I got for Jonathan Taylor last year, and it was, it was a great get. All right. Um, anyways... Speaking of other things. Oh, uh, Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson. Thank there you, you go. Yes. Oh, it's a UT alumni. <laughs> I not remember yeah. that. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yeah. So that's who I traded to get Jonathan Taylor last year. And it was, uh, it was, it was a solid pickup. Yeah. It's, solid pickup. It's very solid. Uh, anyways, uh, enough about fantasy football, although I am excited for that. Uh, the, so in, in terms of NFL news, Cal Rudolph is going to Tampa Bay, which is interesting, I think, because obviously Rob Gronkowski is retired, uh, said he's going to retire and this time not come back, so they picked up Cal Rudolph, so Tom Brady has a tight end to throw to who is going to be open on every single play 
and rack up like 1,200 receiving yards and 20 touchdowns next year. So uh, can't wait for that. Uh, Kyle Rudolph breakout year coming next year, so can't wait for that. Um, and it is interesting, too, because I saw this flash across earlier this morning, which maybe is a sign of things to come with the Cleveland Browns, is that the Browns have added a, another quarterback to the roster. Obviously, there is some concern about whether or not Deshaun Watson is going to, you know, there's been talk about the fact that he could be suspended for the whole year or suspended for six games, but it, it does seem like he is going to face some sort of suspension to start the year if it's not for the whole year. And so the Browns have signed Josh Rosen as uh, as another quarterback on the roster, I guess, to compete for uh, the uh, the starting job. So, it's going to be Josh Rosen versus Jacoby Brissett while Deshaun Watson serves suspension for the Cleveland Browns. Meanwhile, Baker Mayfield is going to be in Carolina. That's crazy. I Don't get me wrong. I can't stand Baker Mayfield. Um, I've I, never been a Baker Mayfield guy. But, week one, I hope he throws about six touchdowns and the Panthers beat the Browns like 49-10. to 10. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I think that would be... I think that would be fitting. After that, I could care less what any of those two teams do the rest of the year. But week one, that's kind of what I want. I want Baker to throw for like 300 yards and six touchdowns and to win 49-10. to 10. I think that would be a fitting end to the uh, Browns and Panthers-Baker Mayfield saga. I agree. Anyways, uh, we'll take a timeout, come back uh, with more after this on the ticket. Era's icing down. Kobo's in the pen. But Kate and Andrew are dealing. Play ball. The setup continues right after this on the Ticket Radio Network. That's baseball. So if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down those bars and shakes and you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. Y'all, Elite Total Health is working for so many. So far, they've helped patients lose over 1,800 pounds and counting. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey will be medically assisted and supervised by a team that will customize a plan to fit your life and your goals. They have multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medicine that will help you lose weight. And most patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days, with many losing like 15, 16, or 17 pounds in only 30 days. So schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Appointments are available and walk-ins are welcome. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Get great new looks for your home, plus free gifts now at Gamble Home. Right now at Gamble Home, your purchase qualifies you for free gifts, including Arctic Soft back coolers, a Solo Titan or Bonfire stove, Apple AirPods, Chromebooks, bikes, and more. Plus, you can instantly pick up a $10 gas card just for trying out a new mattress and adjustable base. Head to Gamble Home now in the Farville Curve or take your purchase home tonight from GH Express Uptown on Highland. Shop local and take home a free gift now only at Gamble Home. Farm 
farmers. Harvest will be here before you know it, and Pico Foods is ready to buy your new crop corn in Milo. Before you book, call Pico, a fourth-generation family-owned business and the eighth-largest poultry producer in the U.S. Pico Foods buys direct from local producers at always competitive prices. Pico believes in supporting their own agricultural community, and right now, they're buying new crop corn in Milo. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Call Central Chevrolet today and schedule your service appointment. Don't keep putting it off. Central Chevrolet's service department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Chevrolet. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Chevrolet. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service today on Stadium in Jonesboro or online at centralchevrolet.com. Hey, this is Jordan Kohler, owner here at Roof Raiders, and I want to thank you for voting us Best Roofing Company in the Best of NEA Contest and Premier Magazine's Contest. Northeast Arkansas has seen its fair share of bad storms, and with that comes storm-chasing companies that don't have your best interests at heart. Roof Raiders is locally owned with fast, reliable service. When the sky is clear, Roof Raiders will still be here, ready to serve your family best. This is our hometown, too. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection, 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. Do you suffer from the heartbreak of brain rot, feeling bored, sluggish, listless, not had a new idea in days? Using electronic gizmos without a clue why they work. Now there's help. Ham Radio. Guaranteed to stimulate your corroding neurons and open a whole new world of excitement. To learn more about ham radio, go to helloradio.org. Side effects of ham radio usage include mental stimulation, desire for education, new career paths, understanding of technology, and cases of addiction have been reported. If you experience any of these symptoms, you're welcome. Ham radio. It's not your granddaddy's radio anymore. It's the fastest hour in sports talk. Now back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back here on the setup as we continue along on a Friday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Kane Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here for about uh, 30 more minutes or so uh, here on the Ticket. All right, so meant to get into this conversation the other day, but, uh, and then I guess after this we'll get into the Tennessee thing because I completely forgot about mentioning that. But, uh, so the other day, I guess it was... Tuesday or Monday, whatever, uh, at the All-Star game, there was um, a guy uh, during the red carpet events who honestly kind of looked like uh, Joe Gatto from uh, Impractical Jokers. In fact, the reason I saw this is because Joe Gatto's name was trending because this guy looked like he was was, uh, Gatto's doppelganger, right? So, anyways... Red carpet event at the All-Star Game. All the MLB players uh, are there and walking out. And this guy, as there's like five, six, seven, eight-year-old kids in the front, crowded around the front, is like pushing through kids to hold out a baseball 
to get an autograph. And, like, he's got to be, like, mid-40s, right? He's got to be 45, somewhere around there. Um, and so, it, this is the conversation I've seen a lot on Twitter and just other things this week. How old do you have to be where asking for autographs and trying to shove kids out of the way for autographs is unacceptable? I say once you graduate from college. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think it's fine while you're still in, in school. But once you graduate from college, like it's it's time to give it up. I also think the same thing about like wearing jerseys in general. Yeah, I mean, I rarely wear jerseys now. I mean, like, I don't know. I think it would depend. Maybe, like, I don't, I don't mind baseball jerseys, but, like. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I have jerseys, and I definitely went through a phase, like, every person who has uh, gone to college in the last, like, 10, 15 years has done, uh, where at some point you go through a phase where you get a bunch of jerseys, and then you just, like, you wear them. Like, that's that's what you wear to, like, go out of them sometimes is jerseys. Everyone has gone through that phase in their life, I feel like. Yeah. And now they just sit in the closet and collect us because I never wear them. Yeah, I mean, NBA games I think is a good – you can wear a jersey to an NBA game. That's fine. Uh, That's, then you become – you are no longer you're, – you're a definite fanatic at that point. Yeah. I mean, I, I think wearing jerseys outside of a sports event or if it's like a – like a uh, – True, I, honest to God, true story. I do not think in my life I have ever worn a jersey to a sporting event. And I'm sorry. Actually, I take that back. I've done it once, and it was a Grizzly playoff game, and I wore a Zach Randolph jersey. Outside of that, I don't think I have ever worn a jersey to a sporting event ever. The only time I did was in college for basketball. But yeah. I mean, if you're wearing it at a sporting event, I, that doesn't bug me. But it's like, if you go to like a bar yeah, on like a night in the middle yes. of winter, there's no football on and someone's in like a Bills jersey, you're like, okay. It, like Even if you're in town for a game and you're yeah. wearing a jersey like a night before the game, it, it's like, come on. Yeah, morning of a game if you're tailgating or the night after a sure. game. Totally understand. Because, sure. like, maybe you came straight from the game or you're about to go to the game. Totally yes. fine. But, yeah, it's it's weird. Because, like like you said, in college, it's way different where everyone's wearing it. And, like, right. and most people are just wearing the colors. That, that's all it's about. Because, like, I have, uh, I have a Michael Jordan, uh, one of those, like, 95 or 96 teal all-star jerseys, you know, with, like, the eccentric logos and colors and all oh, that. Yeah. All the oh, the yeah. most popular all-star jersey there is. I have one of those. And it was strictly because of the colors. That's the only reason I got it. I mean, it's a cool – it's a very yes. cool jersey. Yes. But um, I will defend uh, playing basketball in a basketball jersey. <laughs> but not yeah, – Yeah, I will – It depends, though. I God, I hadn't played basketball in like four years, though. There's, there's like no way I could go play a pickup basketball game right now. Yeah, not that I was good to begin with, but there, there's no way. I think if you play pickup with your friends and you wear one, fine. But if yes. you go to like a public place and it's just right. you and you're wearing like yeah. a James Harden jersey, you play pickup. I'm like, okay, this kid's you, getting you better clamped. be really good. <laughs> yeah. You better be really good because be otherwise right. you're getting roasted and yeah. just destroyed. But now, if you're rocking a James Harden jersey and you're dropping thirty, 
All right. No one's saying anything. No, one, no, no one's, one's saying, saying anything. anything. <laughs> but if you're drop, if you're wearing a James Harden jersey and you're going out there and throwing balls off the top of the backboard, eh, you might not get a second run. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Not for me. So, um, but I, I, I'm okay with. I think baseball jerseys, out of all the jerseys you can wear, and and hockey jerseys, I think those two are the most like pleasing to the eyes. Whereas when I see someone in a basketball jersey or a football jersey, I'm like, ugh. But Why? I, I will say this. It, going back to the original conversation, obviously, like I, I'm not a big autograph person in general. I am under the impression that uh, a picture is much more valuable than an autograph. And I know that's not I true, agree. obviously, because you can sell an autograph and you can't sell a picture. But in terms of like... Uh, value, uh, sentimental value. Sentimental value, yeah. yes. I much prefer a picture over an autograph. Um, in fact, like I don't even really want autographs. I, like I'm, I'm not a big autograph person. I know some people are, and that's great. But like, I'm just not a big autograph person. Um, if I see an athlete out who I am a fan of, I much rather would have a picture than to have an autograph. That's just me. Uh, yeah. Plus, I, like an autograph, so much work. Like you don't have, you know, what are the chances that you're walking down the street and you have a picture of Charles Barkley in your hand and he walks up and he signs it? No, it just doesn't yeah. happen. So I'd much rather have the picture. I mean, perfect example is I have an autograph from John Cena that my mom, because <laughs> my mom ran into him in Arizona when I was a kid and I was a huge WWE kid. And uh, this is like peak, you can't see me, John Cena. Yeah. And he he autographs a dinner menu at a restaurant <laughs> and it's just like a scribble. So I have it still. But like as a kid, like I think I literally wrote under it like John Cena. So like I knew who it was because... <laughs> Like, if I had the picture, it'd be so much cooler. Like, my mom has a picture with him, and it's great. Yes. But I don't have a picture with him. So, like, the autograph doesn't mean anything to me. But, like, yes. if I had the picture, I'd probably frame it. I'd probably have it up still. Otherwise, it's, like, in a box somewhere in my closet. And, like, I I have autographs from through the years, you, you know, in, in going to Final Fours and going to Final Four Fan Fest. Uh, because what, what they do at Final Fours is, like, they have this big Fan Fest, and there's all types of different... Uh, you know, former coaches or current coaches, former coaches, players, broadcasters, whoever. Uh, anybody that has ever been associated with college basketball is there. And I want to tell you, like, I have a lot of pictures from that. I couldn't tell you where, like, three quarters of the autographs are. I, like, I don't know. Pictures are cooler, too, because, yes. like, I don't know, just like if you, like, when you own a house someday or you're yep. in your apartment, you can hang them in the living room or, like, the entry area if you want. You can hang it in your room, like people can see it, and it's like, I don't know, it's almost like a, oh, you have that photo. You, when did you meet him? Like it's a conversation starter. Yes. It's not like you're gonna yes. walk around like, see this autograph. You know who this is? It's like no. You see this autograph baseball that you have to look really, really hard at to <laughs> you see, see that the smudge. <laughs> that's Randy Jackson's autograph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like that's that's how I view it. So. I'm not going to be one of these people pushing kids out of the way for autographs at any point. I don't think anybody that does that is crazy. But I will say, I agree. I will say, if there is a foul ball or or a home run ball in the general direction of which of where I am sitting at, I don't care. <laughs> I I've gone to I've gone to Major League Baseball games my whole life. I have never gotten a foul ball. I have never gotten a home run ball at an MLB game. I haven't either. I if it comes near me and I have a chance to grab it, I will grab it. Yeah, no, I mean... And I, I'm not giving it away. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, no, totally. I'm all for the grabbing the ball. Um, it's it's those moments when the kid has the ball for like two minutes and then the guy rips it out of his hands. Well, that that yeah. part is just obviously, so bad. That, that's not. 
that's not what I would That is not like. cool but in the slightest. But If I catch a foul ball and I've gone to Major League Baseball games my whole life and never gotten one, I'm sorry. Like I'm not giving it up. No, I agree. If you catch it, it's yours. Exactly. Period. No one else should touch it. Yes. Now, after I've gotten the first one, and if I catch another one, then yeah, sure, whatever. Give it to a kid, yeah. But. Spread the wealth. The first one's mine. It, now, if it's ever, if I'm ever in the bleachers somewhere and there is a home run ball hit, I don't care if I have a thousand of them. I'm keeping it. Yeah, you should. Because that is far more valuable than like some random foul ball. I mean, it's just cool to have too. And yes. you can like, there's a story behind it. That's yes. the, I think that's the thing that gets lost with autographs is it's like, it's cool to have, if you have a moment behind an autograph, then it's fine, I guess. Cause like you have some attachment to it, but most of these pictures, the whole point is you're like, Oh, I remember this moment. It was so mm-hmm. awesome. It's special. Whereas an autograph, you're like, I don't even know who's, who's handwriting this is like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I I agree. And like plus like I I know this sounds lazy, but like it's hard to keep up with autographs and not smudge them. I like, Oh, 100%. W- one of the biggest uh one of the biggest like oh crap moments in my life. And it wasn't even on me. It was on Vince Carter. Okay? <laughs> so uh Come on, Vince. The Grizzlies were doing like some event. And like I don't remember what it was for or why I was there, but I was there. Um and it was like the whole team Maybe it was like their end of the year party or something. I don't know. But um, everyone was there. And there was a station set up where Zach Randolph and Vince Carter were together. And they were signing autographs and they were taking pictures. And so, obviously, that's really cool. Because you have a guy in Zach Randolph who's going to go down as one of the all-time greatest Memphis Grizzlies ever. And then you have you know Vince Carter, the greatest dunker to ever play basketball, and a guy that it, you know should probably be a Hall of Famer. And Zach Randolph signed... Like, I, I think they had their own pictures. Or no, I had a basketball they were signing. That's what it was. Zach Randolph signs, it's great. Vince Carter signs, and after he gets done signing his like hand rubs through his signature and he smudges the signature but doesn't like go back and sign somewhere else. And so I have a Vince Carter signed basketball but it's smudged because Vince Carter's hand ran through the Sharpie after it. So come on Vince. Typical typical North Carolina guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Always smudging autographs. So that's why I don't like autographs cuz Vince Carter smudged the dang basketball. That's why I don't like so North I've been Carolina. Team pictures ever since. <laughs> Team pictures all the way. (laughs) Yes. All right. uh, We need to take a timeout. We'll come back, uh, close out the show after this on the ticket. Our advice, just take the over. I think it's safe to say that I won the bet. More of the setup is coming up next on the Ticket Radio Network. Good afternoon. I'm Kate Morgan. It's time for your EAB market countdown. September corn at 564 and a quarter, down 11 and a half. December down nine and a quarter at 564 and a quarter. August soybeans at 1434 and a half, up 16. September up 10 and a half at 1327 and a half. September wheat at 759, down 47 and a quarter. December down 44 and a quarter at 777 and a half. October cotton at 99.25, down 35. December down 45 at 91.15. September rice at 16.87, down 12. November also down 12 at 17.09. In the livestock complex, August live cattle at 137.38, up 165. October up 203 at 143. August feeder cattle at 181.55, up 328. September up 318 at 184.48. And August lean hogs at 118.70, up 240. October up 55 at 96.33. That's your market countdown from your EAB Ag Network. When we walk, when we reach... 
when we play. We're moving through life. Lately, we haven't been moving enough. An estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily physical activity. This is a health crisis, and the solution is in our hands and our feet. It's on our shoulders. It's on our backs. It's in our souls. It's time to move and keep moving, America, wherever you are, however you can. Movement reduces your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. It improves your brain function, pain management, and immune system. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side, increasing your strength and mobility and improving your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork. Because we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. Are you ready for some summer fun? Whether it's water skiing on the lake, exploring the less traveled roads by ATV, or cruising across the country in your RV, contact Arkansas Federal Credit Union today for all your summer fun needs. They have great rates and flexible terms to fit your budget and your sense of adventure for boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more. There's no cost to apply, and the application is easy. Get started today at AFCU.org. Credit criteria applies. Visit AFCU.org for details. If you're a mechanic or mechanically inclined with the willingness to learn, Harris Ford and Newport would like to talk to you. For years, Harris Ford has been known to train and employ some of the best service technicians in America, and we're now looking for new applicants. So whether you're a seasoned professional or mechanically inclined with a good attitude and willing to learn, Harris Ford is offering competitive pay and benefit packages. So don't delay and contact Gerald today at Harris Ford, 523-5559, 523-5559. This place has a pulse. You hear it in the canopy, feel it in the ground. Life, fully illuminated, engulfs you. From the birds singing in the treetops above to the tiniest insects in the soil below, you take a deep, cleansing breath, filling your lungs with the essence of the forest. Now, imagine it's all gone. Healthy, life-giving forests reduced to nothing. No singing birds, no lush canopy, and water and food in short supply around the world. Time is running out to protect our forests, and without our love, they can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our forests. Visit World Wildlife Fund at www.org love. Time out's over, and we're going to the full court press. Now, let's get back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back here on the setup as um, we get set to wrap up a Friday edition of the show and what has been the ultimate tribute to Seinfeld today because it's been a show about nothing because there is nothing going on right now. Uh, I feel like the shows where you have nothing, though, sometimes the most entertaining. Sometimes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's... I feel like it's a lot more fun when it just, like, there's nothing to talk about, and so you just, like, throw stuff at the wall and hope yeah. it sticks for, like, an hour. We talked about autographs for a whole segment. We did talk about <laughs> autographs for a whole segment. I, I Like, I don't get me wrong. I'm not bashing autographs. I have some autographs, but I much prefer the picture over over the autograph. 
I agree completely. So, um, anyways, um, I will say yesterday or last night um, was one of like, I like the older I get, the more I realize that I'm just uh, a movie nerd. And like, I've come to accept that that is, that is the fact and I'm fine with it uh, because like whenever there's like a big premiere in my eyes, like half the time, it's not a big premiere from like a national standpoint. Um, now, some are the exception. Like, if there's a Marvel movie or a superhero movie, or if there's a movie like Top Gun, then obviously, like, I'm excited for that, and the nation's excited for that, too, right? But, like, I was super, 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 super excited to see the new Jordan Peele movie last night. And I, along with a couple of my friends, were, like, one of, or three of, like, 15 people in the theater. And so, I was like, yeah, I'm probably a little bit of a movie nerd, but I don't care. So There's nothing wrong with that. There, there I- is nothing wrong. I love movies. Um, my biggest thing that I've learned is I don't like going to movie theaters. I don't know really? why. I used to love it. I don't know why. It's like well, we we like vastly different there. Yeah, it's it's when I turned like twenty, I went to a movie with my uh, one of my best friends, and I walked out, and I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to go to a theater ever. It was a nice theater. I had a good time. I was just like. Like, I could have done this at home. Like, I was like this. I don't know. It's weird. But See, I, I guess I'm weird because I fall in the camp and, and, like, where everybody is, like, zigging. I guess I'm zagging because the the overwhelming popular trend now is for uh, to not go to the movie theater to see the movie unless it's, like, some big spectacle like Top Gun Maverick. Uh, and it's to not go to like sporting events, but to watch them on TV. And I love doing both in person more than I ever have in my life. And so I feel like I am the, like in this small like one percent group of people on the earth now that like doing both. It's weird because I used to love it. I mean, granted, if I find if there's a movie I really want to see, like the Batman, I really wanted to see, but I was really busy, I didn't get to. So, um, and I still haven't seen it. But if if there's a movie that I really want to see. Maybe I'll make I'll make the I'll make the trip I'll make the journey, but um, I feel like if I do it again like once, then I'll be like, oh okay, I like this. Yeah, again. it might it might be like I had like two bad experiences and I don't think about it and I'm like, Ugh, you know, I think it's but, also the ticket price. Well, yeah, the ticket price and like there there are definitely times when you go to a movie theater and you have a bad experience. Like it 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 happens. Yeah, um, I would say more times than not it doesn't happen, but it it definitely happens. Um. Uh, I went to see Molly's game in theaters. There was a person in the theater that was coughing the whole movie. It drove me insane, and I couldn't even enjoy it on the first watch. The first watch of Batman this year was in Pensacola, Florida, when we were at the Sunbelt Conference Tournament, and I sat on a row with a bunch of high school kids that would not shut up the entire movie, and it drove me up a wall because the Batman movie is fantastic. When so, I was- like, those are the only two in my lifetime where like it's been legitimately bad. But it was bad enough where I was legitimately angry after the movie. That's how it was with I saw Deadpool two in theaters and which both Deadpool movies, fantastic. I yes. love both of them. Um and I went to go see it and I was really, you know, wanted to enjoy the movie, but I had two kids behind me that snuck in because their parents just don't care about them, I guess. <laughs> and they just snuck into the movie and they would not stop talking the entire movie. And me and my brother are sitting there like you know when you're so angry or just like pulling your eyelids yep. up you're yep. like staring you're like i am gonna explode in the next 10 minutes and then finally my brother was like all right i have to say something he's turning around he's like 
can you guys please stop? Like, oh, <laughs> like please. And they they looked horrified. I I felt bad, but I think I think they didn't realize how loud they were being. Yeah, until somebody said something. Yeah. Was like, oh crap, we're being like really loud. And point. then they died down. Movie's about to end. And one kid like screams at the end and they start laughing. I'm like, okay, no, they knew what they were doing. I have no sympathy now. <laughs> so that's that's one of the times I left the theater just beyond angry. <laughs> See, I, I don't feel like that happens a whole lot, though. It doesn't happen. No, a whole it doesn't. Lot. I will say I enjoyed Get Out. The cinematography aspect was great. The only one that comes close this year so far is Batman. Uh, the acting was very well done. Uh, I still am trying to, and I need to go see it again, I guess, because I'm still trying to understand exactly what the storyline was trying to accomplish. Gotcha. But it was good. But like, I, like I'm one of those like nerds that I like read every article and like try to no, I do out too. exactly where the director was coming from and exactly what this scene meant and all that. And so I did spend like an hour last night, but I'm still like I need to go see it again to get a full. Grasp of I uh, what exactly happened. I watched my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies of all time, for the fifth time this weekend. The Departed, great movie, fantastic movie. Greg Nicholson's great in it, so good. Uh, all right, that does it for us. Uh, that does it for us this week. The Drive with Brad Bobo is next from three to six. Uh, Monday, front row with Pedro seven to ten. No red roll phone call, no workday red zone, but we will be back from two to three on Monday. So until then, for Andrew, I'm Kate. So long. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.